you have to come back to your own self and know your worth, recognizing your skills, your qualifications, and your current contributions and your past contributions. This is really hard to do because like I said, we're so focused on the next best best thing or a dream job, but understanding your value and the unique perspectives that you can bring to the team helps build your confidence, which then helps build things like your communication. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am, as always, very excited to just sit down, hang out, chat. I have my wine glass here full of kombucha. I love just romanticizing the little things throughout my day, and this is one of them. I always put either like sparkling water or one of those probiotic, prebiotic sodas that are all just the craze now and popular. Um, but today I have kombucha in there and I'm just sitting, hanging out. I often am on zoom calls with clients or have meetings and I take a sip out of my wine glass and I'm sure I have to like tell them, I promise you this isn't alcohol. I'm not drinking a cocktail at 11 in the morning. Um, it's just sparkling water or just an fancy little drink. So that's something I actually encourage you guys to do romanticize just the little things in your life, whether it's like, even when you're out on a walk, looking up and taking some time to just experience what's around you or putting your normal glass, your normal drink in a fancy glass while you're cooking dinner, put on some um, dinner cooking music, blast it throughout the house, you know, just those little moments that you can take and appreciate to slow down, be present and just romanticize. So that's what I'm doing today while I'm hanging out with you guys. Excited for another episode of The Girl Who Can. If you are new here, welcome. I love that you stumbled upon this podcast and that we are now friends. This is a community to be yourself and know that you are the girl who can do what you want and know that you are the girl who can achieve her dreams, overcome struggles, and just navigate life. If you are a returning listener, you know how true all of that is. And that's what we talk through each and every week. So for those of you who are new, I am getting married 
in less than two months. It's crazy. So I like to start these episodes out just with some updates because you, like I said, we're friends here and I want you to get to know me. I want to get to know you. So also come connect with me over on social media at the girl who can podcast or at Arissa Lujano slide in the DMS. Let me know where you live, where you are, what you learned from this episode. Just come hang out. So yes, getting married in less than two months. So exciting. I still don't feel any sort of stress attached to it. Um, but I'm going on my bachelorette trip in two weeks. And as when this comes out, it'll be two weeks today. So yes, two weeks. Um, we're going to Cabo, which is in Mexico with not all of my bridesmaids, unfortunately can make it, but a majority of them can, and they are planning things that I do not know, but I, there are some surprises, but I am definitely the type of person that wanted to be involved in a bit of the planning because I, one, need to know what to wear. I'm not just gonna, I can tend to overpack, but um, yeah, just wanted to know. I mean, it's my, it's an important trip. So I was definitely involved in the planning process, which is super fun. So I know some of the things that we're going to be doing, but in regards to decorations, my sister, who is also my maid of honor is kind of taking the reins on that. And she's given me a little sneak peeks of like little goodie bags or things that she's bought for the bridesmaids and myself. Um, not everything because some elements are meant to be a surprise, but she's killing it. I'm really excited to go on this trip. It's just obviously something I only get to do once in my life. So yeah, really excited to hang out with all my best girlfriends who I love so, so much. And yeah, hopefully I survive. (laughs) Um, But a majority of what I wanted to talk about today was not the bachelorette trip, but really just how we show up to work and that you can be the girl who can stand out at work. Because if you think about it, you know, that is a majority of where we are spending our time. So you being able to grow within that space is huge because that's where you're able to learn, be flexible, test your skills, push your, push your limits in regards to being challenged and expanded in a way of growing your skills and talents. Um, And I understand that not everybody has a positive relationship with the work environment that they are in. So I just kind of want to say that first. Um, I know we've talked about work in just different episodes, but first, I'm sorry if you are experiencing something like a um, harassment in the workplace or a negative relationship with coworkers or gossiping or negative relationship with a boss or a leader, you know, that's not what I want for you. And just taking inventory of like your happiness as well and standing up for you. You can be the girl who can put boundaries in place. I have a whole episode on boundaries that do apply to the workplace. So please scroll down and listen to that if that is you and you feel like you are struggling with a negative work environment. Um, But that's not what really we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about how you can utilize the season that you are in or the workspace that you are in to stand out, to grow, to be that girl who can and how this kind of came to be. Why I'm talking about this um, is because I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and she was asking me like, hey, is it hard to explain things to Tyler? That's my fiance. Um, Like when you're having a bad day and you need to vent about work, 
does he understand what you do? And I sat there and I was like, you know what? I don't even understand what I'm doing sometimes. There is a lot of imposter syndrome that goes throughout my brain very frequently. And that's just because of the environment that I'm in. I'm working in kind of a startup uh, type of environment and I am a dietitian. So I work with clients. We're building a coaching company. There are days where, yeah, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing. I feel misaligned. Some days my energy is low where I don't want to show up to work. But, you know, I, the difference here is that I take ownership in my work. And that is a reflection of me. And I know that my workspace can be a place of ministry. It is kind of a bit of a a battlefield, if you will, where I can be the light, even if things aren't um, maybe going in the way that I would like them to, where I feel imposter syndrome. And so I really just try and start my days uh, showing up to work, just giving it up to God, one kind of surrendering, like, hey, I'm working for your purpose. Um, please just call my mind and take over my thoughts and my words and let me be a light as I navigate my day. With that, just showing up. Sometimes that's all we need to do. You might feel misaligned. You might feel low energy. You might feel like you don't know what you're doing. But as long as you show up, and I'm not saying show up and do nothing or show up and just kind of put 2% into your work, but show up and be honest with those around you. Show up and if you are if you have a team under you, if you have coworkers, you know, be honest and take ownership of those days that you are feeling like that and let them know because that's an element of how you stand out. Transparency. Transparency increases trust and increases your own ability to um, lean into how you're feeling versus pushing through and leading to burnout. I'm not saying tell, show up and tell your boss like, hey, I feel low energy today. I'm going to leave. That's not what I'm getting at here, but I'm coming from this from like kind of a leadership perspective where there are people under me currently where, you know, if I start a meeting and I say, hey, this is what's going on. I don't know why. Can we be collaborative about this? Or do you guys see how this is important? Because I'm struggling to find the solutions here. That transparency is so much more respected and appreciated than rather than just trying to come up with stuff or pushing yourself to burnout. Um, it just doesn't, people won't, don't respect that nowadays. I feel like you just trying to do everything and all things, not delegating, not involving other people. Um, it just looks like, yeah, you, you don't want help. And really what helps you stand out is working within a team. Um, and I think where this comes from a lot of times where we don't want to work within a team is because we always want to be the expert. Um, especially as a millennial, I'm a millennial. Uh, we always want to be right for some reason. Uh, sometimes I have, like I said, I have to check myself of this and humble myself to ask for help. It can be very hard for me to ask for help in different seasons, but 
I have worked with people and I have been in seasons myself where they always feel like they have to have the last word. They might be say they are open to feedback, but I'm like, are you really open to feedback because I'm giving you feedback and all you do is tell me how you've already done that or you always have to have the last word. So take inventory of how you're responding to feedback. We'll get into feedback in a second. But if you feel like you know what you are doing 24 seven, there's a ceiling that you are going to hit. You need to get yourself in a room where you don't feel like the expert because that's where growth happens. That's where you're able to expand. And sometimes that like, that's a little nerve wracking too, where there's maybe fear involved in that situation, but fear isn't always a bad thing. When you put yourself in uncomfortable situations, it forces you to grow and it forces you to expand and see what other opportunities you could step into as well. Maybe even get a mentor in that, in that process. Um, but I think Another reason where this kind of comes from of like wanting to be an expert and not asking for help um, is we always want our dream job. Like right now, we feel like we haven't made it yet. We feel like everybody else on social media has the job that we want. We want to be an influencer. We want to make make X amount of money. We want to live out our dreams. We want to supply for our family. Like I, we're always, our mind is always thinking about those things. And I say that from personal experience. But I encourage you to really think about instead of focusing on your dream job right now, why not live out your dreams in the job you currently have? And that ties back into like just romanticizing little things within your life. Act as if you have that job because that's actually how you get there. That's actually how you reach that job that is quote unquote your dreams by actions, not wishing, not hoping, not complaining, by taking actions within your current season, inside of work and outside of work. And one of those actions can be asking for feedback. Being open to feedback is huge, both positive and negative or constructive type of feedback, because you can use feedback as an opportunity to improve and grow um, your skills professionally. And feedback is honestly really hard um, because nobody wants to be told, you know, what you are not doing well or where you can improve because um, we can naturally want to challenge that. And in situations, I actually encourage you to challenge some feedback, not in a way where it comes off as arrogant, but if you know your worth, which we will also get to in a second, um, when you know your worth, it's okay to have a debate and push back and, and say things like, well, I feel like I have actually grown in this area. Can, have you been able to recognize that? Um, or do you feel like I need to develop in other areas, you know, like push back on some feedback, um, in an appropriate and obviously professional way, but feedback also demonstrates your openness to learning. Um, I think that's the whole point of feedback, right? Like being receptive to feedback shows that you are open to growing as a professional. And that attitude, going into work with that attitude is highly valued in your workspace. And you can totally stand out because of that, because it reflects your um, willingness and capability to 
adapt and be flexible and improve and grow. And you doing that on your own is fantastic. Honestly, whatever um, profession you are in, learning and growing and improving should be like one of the top priorities on your list. Um, as a dietitian, that's like literally what I have to do on a daily because there's a new fad diet, you know, around the corner, there's a new research study, there's something my client saw on TikTok, you know, it's just, it's a wild out there when it comes to the nutrition space. So I have to be equipped to learn and to grow and challenge, you know, what I have been taught as well. And asking for feedback also highlights accountability because, it demonstrates a sense of responsibility for your own work and your own actions and allows you to take ownership of those actions. And because you're able to do that, like ultimately that's going to help deliver high quality results within your workplace, therefore standing out. And if you don't have somebody directly above you, a boss, a leader that you can ask for feedback, ask a coworker, ask somebody maybe you trust in the workspace. Your colleagues, your coworkers are actually going to be more likely to trust and appreciate you, the person who is open to feedback and willing to work together with them to achieve a common goal. Obviously, if you have um, somebody, your boss, who you do trust, this even goes even further where there'll be, they can be like, okay, this person actually wants to help um, themselves to then help the company or help us go forward. So that's another reason why asking for feedback is um, important. And next, what I wanted to talk about is just knowing your worth in the workplace. Um, I think the workplace can bring about a lot of insecurities. I even mentioned, you know, my own, sometimes I show up a lot of days with imposter syndrome. I feel like I'm doing things wrong, or I feel like there's somebody else in my workspace that is doing things a lot better. There's a lot of comparison that can go on, even if you are comparing yourself to somebody that is in a completely different um, profession than you. And you're like, they're making more money. I could be doing more fill in the blank. You have to come back to your own self and know your worth, recognizing your skills, your qualifications, and your current contributions and your past contributions. This is really hard to do because like I said, we're so focused on the next best best thing or a dream job, but understanding your value and the unique perspectives that you can bring to the team helps build your confidence, which then helps build things like your communication, which then helps you stand out. Um, So this confidence starts with a self-awareness and a belief in your capabilities. Because if you think about your current position, you obviously were not given this opportunity if you were not equipped. If you didn't have the skills, the qualifications or contributions or someone didn't believe in you, right? Like you, somebody saw something in you, so you need to see something in yourself now. Um, remind yourself of this every single day. If you have to put a post-it or if you have to pause this episode and write down what your skills, your qualifications, and your contributions are, um, please do so. And if you're thinking, Arissa, I can't 
think of anything. I don't feel equipped or I can only write down two things. I promise you there is more than two things. Actually take some time and write down the truth about yourself. We're often fed so many lies, you know, from social media or maybe people in our past or maybe bosses, coworkers have said things to you that are just mean. I know there are people out there like that. And for that, I am sorry. But beginning to shift the narrative because what you think about becomes a belief. So shift what you think about. And if that means actually writing it down and putting it in your face, putting it on a post-it so you can be reminded, let that become your new belief. And if you're in a position right now where you feel like, yeah, I, I know I'm equipped. I know I'm able, obviously you showed up or you're listening to this podcast because there's some element of you that feels like the girl who can. So for all of those individuals out there, um, start to challenge yourself, volunteer for more challenging projects or projects or tasks that align with your strengths and interests. Um, continue to put yourself in a position that evokes something new out of you, Maybe you're not good at it, honestly, and that's okay too. I have definitely stepped into roles and responsibilities that I'm like, I don't know why I did this. I do not like this. And it that really isn't coming from a place of like, I don't feel equipped. It's genuinely just, I don't like this type of work. And that is okay. But you chipping away at what your likes and dislikes are move you towards that clarity that I think a lot of us are looking for. Um, and showing up to work with a sense of clarity and knowing like, yeah, this is my jam. I love doing this work. And you don't have to love every single part of your work. There are going to be days that are not rainbows and butterflies. Um, and there are going to be days where you don't want to do a certain element within your job that you overall do like. That's normal. Like that's, you're not alone in that, but being willing to tackle new and demanding assignments shows your confidence in um, your own self to handle your responsibilities and your willingness to yeah continue to stand out and grow. And another thing here to stand out in the workplace, I would say is cheering others on. I know we're talking a lot about self and your skills and asking for feedback and refining But an element of standing out in the workplace is being able to work within a team and know that it's not just you. Um, A lot of like successful people that you might look up to or successful companies, they didn't get there with just one person. They got there with a team behind them and an awesome team with that. And that comes from being able to acknowledge and celebrate the achievements of your coworkers, whether it's a small win or a significant milestone they hit, actually express your genuine congrats and appreciation. I went through a season in my life where it was really hard for me to do this. Um, I was so I was so inward focused, and for some reason, when there was either friends or people around me that would hit a milestone in their personal life or their professional life, I was not happy. It was really hard for me to be happy for other people. But what I've realized is that that was just a reflection of my own unhappiness towards myself. 
So if it's really hard for you to be hard for your friends, again, I have another episode for you to scroll down and listen to um, on how to cheer your friends on and how to the girl who can be happy for her friends. Um, because ultimately that is something that is more of a you problem, not a other problem. So really taking the time to be self-aware and dig deeper into that's going to be important. But other people work hard as well, not just you. I know you're the girl who can, but we are a community of girls who can. So acknowledge the hard work that other people are putting in around you and the effort that they're putting into leveling up their skills, their gifts, their talents, putting it into their work, their projects. And maybe like it, it impacts you it influences you in your work. Um, so some results, you know, might not be immediately apparent, but if you see them like working on themselves or working towards something, recognizing their dedication to themselves or that their work boosts the, mor- the overall morale in the workspace and, um, in you as well. So that can be recognized by other people and ultimately help you stand out. I'm not saying do it for recognition, but it is a way that just changes the culture of the work environment as well. And with that, please avoid gossip and negativity. I know the workspace can be very toxic and be full of gossip for some people, but refraining from participating in gossip, any of that, spreading negativity about other coworkers, really just instead focus on uplifting, uplifting and encouraging one another because that's going to influence you and how you view yourself and how you like navigate the world as well. So lastly, on a personal note, um, I encourage you to, and lastly, I, and lastly, I just encourage all of you girls to, and lastly, I just encourage all of you to check your heart, check your idols, um, is really what I mean by that. Because if you clicked on this podcast and you're like, yeah, I want to stand out and work because you just want more money or you want more recognition, you want more status to prove to your parents or to prove to your partner, to prove to others on social media, who said that that was a standard? So really getting back to like what your intentions are with standing out in the workplace. And that comes from assessing how you spend your time and your energy. Do your daily activities reflect being preoccupied with worldly pursuits, feeding your your mind and your heart and your eyes and your ears with what people are saying on social media or what YouTubers are saying or what your parents are saying or what other coworkers are saying that you don't really trust um, or respect their opinions, you know? Like really taking inventory of what you are feeding your heart and how that is influencing how you are navigating this world. Um, and that's something that really isn't done overnight, but really just takes a lot of honesty and transparency with yourself because that's work that I have also had to go through of checking my own heart of my relationship with money, of how I view work, um, how my title affects my own self-worth, what, what's what's next to, what's at the end of my name, what my um, job title says on the business card that I have and how others are going to perceive that. You know, 
that has none of that at the end of the day has anything to do with my self-worth or my identity. Um, having a stronger foundation than that is going to be way more important from what I know now. Um, because your job is going to fade at the end of the day. Yes. We spend a majority of our time, you know, of our day at our jobs, but you are more than your job title. You're more than your performance at work. You're more than your status that's on your, your business card or your LinkedIn. You know, I promise you, I promise you, people are not going to, people are going to remember how you acted at work, how you showed up, your um, own gifts, your talents. That's what people are going to remember, not your job title or how much you made. Um, So I hope all of that was helpful in any sort of way or made sense at the very least. I appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in for another episode. As always, please come connect with me over on social media. As I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, both of those handles are linked in the show notes. I love hearing from you guys. And if you haven't so far, I appreciate it so much if you could leave a review over on Apple Podcast. A written review really helps the boost or boost the growth of the show for some reason. So consider it a wedding gift, if you will, but, or wherever you're listening, I would appreciate it. But until next week, we will chat, my friends. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye, everybody.